In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. If you could make a list today of all the things you'd like to get rid of, what would be on the list? Uh, if, you, if you could make an exhaustive list and say, I'd like all of these things just to be no more, what would you put there? On Revelation 21, God gives us His no more list. The things that will be no more when the Lord comes for us and when we enter into what the Lord has prepared for us. Now, you remember... When we started Revelation 21, we started by looking at what is new. Remember, the new heaven, the new earth, the new Jerusalem, all things new. Well, now we move not only from what is new to what is no more. You see, when that which is perfect has come, uh, then that which is not perfect is pushed aside. And so when God's perfect home and residence for us arrives, uh, then everything that was not perfect will be replaced. Let's read a little in Revelation 21 again. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. There's the first one. Mark it in your Bible, Revelation 21.1, no more sea. And for all you ocean lovers like me, I want to explain that to you in just a moment, so stay with me. No more sea. And then when you come down to verse number 2, I, John, saw the, new, the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, and I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. So Revelation 21.4 gives a whole litany of things that will be no more. And notice the key here is, it's when God is with us. You see, in the presence of perfection, imperfections flee. In the presence of a holy God, every unholy thing has to be removed. Christ is so big and great and wonderful that He will crowd out every other thing. And then, if you look further down in the same chapter, Revelation 21, verse 22, And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. Verse 23, And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Verse 27, And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Next chapter, Revelation 22, verse 3, There shall be no more curse. That one sounds nice to me. And Revelation 22, 5, there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Do you see all these no mores? These are the things God says He's going to remove and replace with something better. Let's go through the list. First of all, there's no more sea. No more sea. Now, I must tell you that for me, uh, my immediate thought is, well, that's a shame. I love the ocean. Three-fourths of our earth is water, but uh, this sea is symbolic. 
There's going to be water there. I'll show you that a little later in our study. But the sea is symbolic in Scripture. In fact, if you walk through the Bible, the sea is often referenced and it's always connected with, with difficulty, uh, with struggle. For example, it is symbolic of disruption. Isaiah 57, 20 says, But the wicked are like the troubled sea when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. So imagine the undertow, the undercurrent, the pull, underneath the surface, something always stirring, always changing. It's, it's a picture of the world we live in, of our earth. There's no rest in it. Uh, it is a world of disruption and constant change. It's always in flux. There's an ebb and flow. God says, when you get to where you're going someday, it's not going to be ebb and flow. It's all going to be consistent. It's going to be perfection. Not only that, it's a, it's a picture of division. It divides people. Remember who's writing this. John is writing it. And where is he writing from? An island in the middle of the Aegean Sea, the Isle of Patmos. He's separated from family and friends and everybody that he loves. And God is having him look at the sea and realize someday that's going to be removed. No more division. Then it's a picture of death. You remember it was the instrument of judgment in Noah's day. Revelation 20 verse 13 even says, The sea gave up the dead which were in it. Think of all the people who've died in the sea. God says that instrument of death, no more. And then it's a picture of danger. James chapter 1 verse 6 talks about the sea driven with the wind and tossed. It's unstable, it's changeable. It's a picture of distress. Jesus said in Luke 21 verse 25, And upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear. See, in the last days, the sea is going to be a fearful thing. And ultimately and spiritually, the sea is a reminder of the depths of my sin. Remember Micah 7, 19? Thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Isn't that glorious? Where is your sin? It's in the depths of the sea. Someday the sea is going to be gone. There will be no more sea. And God's going to replace it. What's He going to replace it with? Revelation 22, 1 says, There will be a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. So now just a river of peace and purity, no more sea. And then we know that there's going to be no more effects of the curse. That's what he gives us in Revelation 21 verse 4. Tears are gone. Death is gone. Sorrow and crying and pain. Think of that. Everything that we hate, everything we, we despise and we, we say, oh, I don't want to see that come again. God says, well, I'm going to remove it. No more of that. All those are the effects of the curse. How can the effects be gone? Well, Revelation 22.3 says there will be no more curse. The curse will be lifted. So the curse that came with sin is now removed because there's no more sin. Isn't that glorious? And that's why Revelation 21.27 says uh, that no one that defileth will enter in. No abomination, no lie will enter in. Uh, no more sin, no more sinners, no more curse, no more effects of the curse. Then the Bible says in verse 22, there's no more temple. Now, for the Jewish people, they would have thought, no more temple? Well, it's awful. Oh, no, it's wonderful. It means this. Now, it's not just the form of something. It's the substance of it. You can go all the way into the holy presence of God. There's no curtain between. There's no division. There's no outer court. Go right on in. The Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. In other words, we're all going to be worshiping all the time. The Lord is our temple. And then, in verse 23, there's no sun, no moon, no light. And no night. Somebody says, well, I like the sun. I like the moon. I like the stars. Hold up just a second. You're going to have a better light, a perfect light. 
because the glory of God is going to light the place. You've never seen such a light as the light that will emanate from the throne of our great God. Isn't that glorious? I'm telling you, all of these no mores here, all the things that God says we will not have again, are a great encouragement to us that the best is yet to come. And if I might just tack one on, back up to Revelation chapter 3 and verse number 12. The Bible says, Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. Are you ready for this? All this beauty and all of this perfection, the Bible says, there'll be no more departing. It will never end. Sometimes we meet with family or we meet with our church and it's glorious and sweet and precious, but it comes to an end. We must soon leave. We must soon be separated again. But God says there's coming a day we're going to be with Him and those we love in a perfect environment forever. It will never end. No more endings. Oh, I tell you today, my friend, my heart is led to worship even now. I hope yours is. Would you just pause and say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for making such a place. Thank you, for Je Jesus, for making a way so I can go there someday. Let's look forward to what we have to enjoy then and also what will be no more. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.